Katie, how's it going? Oh, you know, pretty good. Guess it's, what? It's Dang. hot, but you know, oh, sorry. Good. I really didn't expect you to further your answer. <laughs> yeah. So go ahead. No go one continue your, your response. No one actually. No one. It's like, how you doing? Oh yeah, how you doing too? It's just it's never. They don't actually care. No. So you can go on. That's fine. Okay then. Well, <laughs> guess what day it is? Thursday. It's. Career Fair Day! Career Fair Day! I've never actually been to a career fair. I have. And let me tell you, it's not fun. Everyone should go to a career fair. They're great. Yeah. Um, it's just overwhelming, I feel like. <laughs> it's, it's very overwhelming, especially if you have no idea where you want to go. But that's what we're here for today, right, Kyle? I guess. Are we giving career advice? No. We're telling people what our careers are, What's it, what career to get, and how oh, we got okay. them, and how we decided to choose them. I'm excited to tell people what career they should get. Oh no! But don't do that because then we'll get sued or something. Because people are like, I That'll don't want to do this career, but you told me to, and then I got in trouble. And then they'll be like, Katie and <laughs> Kyle. Have... Oh. Mm-hmm. Anyway, nope. I think it makes the most sense to talk about what we wanted to be when we were kids first and then how that progressed yeah yeah i have a very logical progression i went from wanting to be a giant chicken to being a biomedical engineer so i don't even think i need to elaborate honestly it's pretty pretty obvious but for the sake of content i will i think it's been said on this podcast that i've i did want to be a giant chicken when i was young you wanted to live on my roof oh yeah that's right uh, probably, I don't think chickens can fly, but I could, I could descend. I could just glide down with my chicken wings. Yes. Chicken wings. I like chicken wings. Don't we all? That didn't actually influence my life at all, as far as I know. But the big thing that I always wanted to be in high school and stuff, whenever they asked, and I'm like, I don't know, video game developer? Because I used to like video games and that was a career associated with it. Most likely, it was like thinking, just test video games by playing them, and it'll be fun. I do remember that you liked video games. Oh, yeah. Probably a little too much when I was young. Still probably too much, but, you know, got to have hobbies. Otherwise, you just sit there. I don't know if there was a, if I actually had interest in making video games. I do a little now, now that I've looked into it a little more. But it's still, like, it's a very crowded field because a lot of people grow up with video games. But then eventually I was like, I like animals. I was born. I was I, I like to say that I was raised by cats because mm. it's like 60 percent true. I'm sure mom will appreciate that statement. <laughs> OK, we'll say 30 percent true for, for the sake of uh, politeness. So <laughs> I was raised by cats and I've I've I don't know. I just wanted to help animals. And the, the uh, most obvious way to do that is to be a vet. That's the the thing you always see with like, I'm going to help pets. Pets are awesome. Everyone should have pets and they should be well taken care of. I do not have the right mindset to be a vet at all. Being a vet is super crazy hard. You kind of have to be a little bit, you have to be very, very 
driven and ambitious and I am not, I don't even like driving. So it's actually harder to get into vet school than it is to get into medical school because there's less of them. Oh, is that why? Okay. Yeah. There's a lot of medical schools. You can get like a quote unquote subpar medical degree, but it's harder to get that for vet school. Whoa. You look very confused all of a sudden. My, I'm here. Okay. That's good. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I got lost. I was looking at the, the pizza delivery the pizza delivery section of the career for career for career. And um, it smelled good. So I, I I got distracted. Oh, guess what? Um, Today I was walking my dog and we saw a pizza delivery guy and my dog went nuts and like tried to jump on him and stuff. He didn't, but the guy got in his car and started leaving, but my dog just was sniffing the air. Like he knew that this guy (laughs) had pizza (laughs) He's just like, oh, yes, that's the stuff. Okay, back to your career. All right, so where was I? Pizza day. Um, Career fair. Career fair. I'm going to say this right at least once during this podcast. Colleges, I actually toured a college, and it's it's like, it was, it was nice. It was a cool college, but it's just like, you have to have like a thousand hours before you even apply to college of like volunteer work or shadowing under vets and stuff. And it's like, I, I worked at Skateline. That was about the only thing I ever did outside of college. I'm not a very ambitious person. If you have to do that before you go there, how do you get that experience? You just like go to the vet and be like, Hey, I want a job for experience. And you might be walking dogs. You might be cleaning up dog poop. You might be lighting pizza candles for dogs, Lovely. whatever. Okay. I don't know. There's probably jobs. And then there's like shadowing. You can probably ask to just like, hey, can I follow you around for a while? And then, yeah, I don't know. I never I I was like, I'm not going to be eligible for this. I give up immediately. Okay. But uh, I also I went to BOCES. Mm. Shout out to BOCES. Like BOCES. I went to BOCES for electronics. And I just was like really good at it. I actually went to a state competition and came in first and got to go to a national competition and, and bombed that but whatever that's fine so i got a bunch of good grades and stuff and it, it boosted my confidence so i was like i'm gonna go to be an electrical engineer and then one day i just decided i didn't want to do that don't know why that that's one of the things that i've always questioned what what did you do pascal oh. why did you do that whatever uh <laughs> i wouldn't call it a regret but it's like there's no logic behind that decision huh. so whatever so I decided to work on robot dogs instead, and that's not true at all, but <laughs> it's kind of true because now I'm in biomedical engineering, which is like medical technologies for humans mostly, but there's also some for pets and stuff. Thank you. But I'm not focusing on that, unfortunately. Thank you for this simple explanation because a lot of times people say, what does your brother do? And I'm like, something with limbs. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's I throw yeah, hands. There's some he builds science things. Yep. He's very smart. <laughs> Should I give a little bit more detailed? No, no, you, the way you explained it was great because it's understandable. But I mean, if you want to, go ahead. Yeah. So yeah, biomedical engineering is just focused on the development and I guess that's about it. Development and testing of different medical equipment. There's there's it's a wide, wide tent of technologies. 
everything from like band-aids to prosthetic limbs to MRIs to EEGs. There's all kinds of crazy mm. stuff. I'm going to school forever. I don't feel like going into details about that, but I am still going to school and I am focusing now on orthopedic implants and helping fight infections using electrochemical testing. Right. Yep. That, yep. you know, everyone does that a little bit, you know. Totally. So I just kind of was like, you know, mom was talking about fighting orthopedic infections with electrochemical testing the other day. I could I could probably get a career mm. in that. As um as our father likes to say often that your career is a student. You're a permanent student, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like learning. Yeah. So that makes sense. What kind of job do you see yourself having in the future? Oh, God. Uh, there's a few possibilities. I could become a professor. I don't think I'm going to. I could become like a research technician or something, which is like you basically do a bunch of the work around the lab and help out the professor and the students and stuff. There's also like you could get a job at a, at a medical company um that builds builds uh medical devices like johnson and johnson is a big one medtronic striker i'm leaning towards the fda right now we'll see oh my fda does a lot of a a lot of really cool testing and stuff and i like the idea of if i get bored with a project there's millions of others going on at the same time so i can probably change projects pretty easily You'd be like, this is FDA approved or not. Like, that's pretty powerful to have that (laughs) approval. Yeah, they do more than just approve things. But yeah, that is that is one one aspect. (laughs) I have a lot to work out in the next year. Things are probably going to change dramatically in the next year. Nothing will be the same again. And then I'll tell you what I did. Okay, well, this this episode is completely useless then. So all I can say for career fair is give up on some of your dreams but not others, and then combine some of your dreams into different combined dreams, and then go to school forever. Words of wisdom. That's my career advice. All right. Well, I guess I'll tell you about my journey now. Yeah. First off, what did you want to be when you were young? When I was younger, much younger than I am now, I wanted to be a stay-at-home ballerina, which I think we touched upon in one of the episodes, because I wanted to perform for people, but I didn't want to leave the house. This is be- way before the pandemic. This was little Katie. And um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I bet you didn't. Well, you might have. Maybe you predicted. You could be like a Twitch streamer who focuses on ballet. Yeah. And that is a viable career option now. Who knew? So In weird. my mind, I imagined like that I had a stage and a seating area and everything in my house. So I had a pretty large house in the future. And people would just come and be in the audience at my house. That's clearly not how it worked out. I'm not even in dance mm-hmm. anymore. Um, it was, you know, a far, that's one of those dreams that I gave up on that Kyle told me to give up mm-hmm. on. I was what three. And I was like, Hey, give up on your dreams." And I was like, Oh, I guess I can do that. <laughs> I can't do a baby voice. I, whenever I try to do a baby voice, it comes out like a monster. <laughs> so I'm just going to do that. Katie, give up on your dreams. That is a Muppet. That is not a baby. Anyway, so, <laughs> so 
So after I gave that dream up, there's there was a series of events that happened that kind of led me to going to school for a certain subject. Do you know the movie series Lord of the Rings? It's also a book, but um, never heard of it. I discovered Lord of the Rings. Little little indie hit, Lord of the, the Rings. The little indie hit. I went to the movie theater with my cousin. No, that I'm not going to do that. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, we had cousins from out of town that were living in this country, and um, the, he wanted to go see Lord of the Rings. I had no idea what it was going into it, and it's a big movie. When you're so, the first movie came out in 2001, and it's a big movie when you have no idea what you're going into and just kind of ends. Like they knew they were to keep mm-hmm. making them and they were very long and it was kind of hard to follow for me. Cause I was just like, Whoa, this is crazy. But I ended up really liking it. And my mom got the DVD for me. My mom and your mom got me the DVD set. I think it was her. Who knows? Maybe sorry. Someone, if you gave me the DVD and I just said my mom did instead, but on this DVD set, there was some behind the scenes footage. A lot of like, you know how you used to get um, DVDs and get extras when you bought the DVDs? Oh. A lot of people don't know mm-hmm. that these days because we just stream everything. But um, yeah, it had extras of behind the scenes footage and like how they made the worlds and how they made the people and the characters and it brought it all to life and i was just fascinated by this i was like this is awesome these are people's jobs to paint makeup on to make this person look like an elf you know they built the set they there's a camera operator here and people are telling people and they're all actors and it was just like this world that kind of was really crazy to me that i thought this is really cool i could see myself doing this one day So that was in 2001. I was still in high school and all the movies came out before I even graduated. Oh, I might've been in middle school even. So then I graduated high school and did not know what to do with my life. So I I took tours of campuses and I found one that I kind of liked because it was a perfect distance away. And I had a giant book. It was a big blue book of like different majors they offered and career choices, like the majors and classes that you could take and minors and all of these options. So I literally just went through this giant book and then found TV and film. And I'm like, that's kind of what I wanted to do. TV and film. That sounds awesome. And mind you, I had never done any AV things in high school. I could have, but I never did anything like that. I did like behind the scenes, I would do stage crew and stuff like that, but never filming stuff. But all of a sudden I'm just like, well, this is going to be my major communications, TV and film. And, uh, just went for it. And now my career is owning a production company. I'm dressed for the part. I have my uniform on midweek productions. I'm a (laughs) co-founder of a production company and, uh, we do documentaries. Yeah commercials, social content. We do a variety of things. Um, I, I obviously it was a long process getting here, but ultimately I've, um, been in television or film the whole way. And, uh, it's been a journey. This photo behind me, if you can see the video is me on camera directing and looking really dumb. I'm just standing there on a phone with my mouth open and kind of pointing 
You're like doing a devil horn. Kind of pointing to someone walking by me. And so what I was doing here in this photo is um, we had a very far distance from the camera to me and we didn't have walkie talkies. So what I had to do was cue the person to walk and then hide behind the pillar. <laughs> you can kind of see there's a pillar. There. <laughs> so I was on the phone okay. with my co-founder. Uh, we're director, producer, duo. And um, she would tell me, okay, have them walk in this direction. That was great how she, you know, she would direct me over the phone and I would direct on site. But yeah, it is, it's exciting. And it's, it was hard. That's for sure. Um, and yeah, it was never really something that I'm like, oh, I'm passionate about TV and film. I'm going to do this when I grow up. Nobody in our family does it. So it was something that I just kind of got interested in watching some behind the scenes footage and was like, okay, let's do that. That's pretty cool. Was there ever a point in college where you were like, this is, this is magnificently similar to, or awful compared to the Lord of the Rings behind the scenes? Uh, or even when after after school, like while you were actually working on production. Well, I have not worked on anything as big as Lord of the Rings yet. Yet. True. Right now, we're kind of focused on documentary or brand video, social media, you know, that type of thing. Um, organ we work with organizations and everything. I haven't worked on a movie like that. And when I made a movie, a fiction film in college, it wasn't anywhere near that quality. <laughs> it was very, very college made. So I don't think I... It was, an, it was a learning experience. It was a learning experience. <laughs> it was supposed to be kind of a scary movie, but it ended up being hilarious. And it was... Yeah, I still have a copy of it. I'll have to show you sometime, Kyle. No, I don't I don't know if I ever really thought of, of a comparison of that. It was just kind of like learning and like, okay, this is how this happens. This is how you do this. And you learn so much after college. You learn being on site. You learn actually doing things. College gives you like a base and kind of says, okay, this is what the whole encompassing thing is you could be an editor, producer, director, photographer. You, you know, there's a lot involved audio technician and you know there's there's so many positions and you don't start in those positions after you graduate college you start below those positions and work your way up so it kind of helps you get a direction mm. of what position you want and then you learn in those those lower positions and work your way up by seeing what's going on and, and being there and doing things yourself mm. and you start out start out getting coffee for everyone yep and they get very upset if it's not correct. I also remember, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but you used to make videos in high school with all your friends and they were often very, very stupid and very, very hilarious. Yep. I have copies of those too, unfortunately. <laughs> they're not, <laughs> really? yeah, they're not, uh, not the best videos ever, but yeah, that's true. Okay. I guess you're right. Look at me. I'm like a freaking liar in all of these episodes. I say one thing and then you, you prove <laughs> me wrong. But yeah, you're right. Um, mm -hmm. It was for a history class. We could get extra credit if we made videos. So it wasn't a video class or anything like that. We, it was just an extra credit project. Mm. Yeah, I gotta gotta watch those at some point. That'll be fun. Ooh. Uh, I remember some cringy moments, but that's fine. I, I won't go into it. 
Uh, <laughs> Someone got bit by our dog. It was, it was, yeah, it was bad. Uh, what is like one of your favorite things about your career that you did not anticipate when you started going into it? Oh boy. Well, that's a hard question because I don't know what I anticipated. I go into a lot of things, not really thinking fully. <laughs> I guess that, you know, I, you take chances. I take that's some chances. Good. Something that I really enjoyed that I didn't anticipate was the the locations that I've been able to travel and meet people and go places that I didn't really anticipate. Like when you look at certain movies or news or whatever, they're usually based in one city or one area. I've been able to do video production in a lot of different areas and meet a ton of people. And I think that's one of my favorite things about documentary filmmaking is that you meet some amazing people that are on and off camera. Like there's a lot of really crazy stories out there and a lot of stories that haven't been told that are really need to be told. So many people have crazy stories. So I kind of changed my answer from locations to people, but both, both of yeah. those really. Yeah. A lot of engineering is very like, there's conferences and stuff, but a lot of it's just, Hey, work on this thing in the lab with like maybe, maybe two other yeah. people. It's the same two people. So that's kind of cool. This was your idea, but I'm going to, I'm going to say what I thought about <laughs> it. The idea of careers is really weird, especially like when you're young, even now it's like, I don't know what I want to do. I could change. And next year I could be like, this is stupid. I'm going to go be a vet again. And there's a lot of media that's like, you were destined to be this job or this type of person or whatever. And that's not how reality works. Finding a job is weird. Finding a career is weird. Finding your passions and stuff. But yeah, so so Katie thought of an idea before the career fair. Career fair. I said it right. Yes. First try. Uh, before the career fair, we, we should take some career tests to see which kind of uh, career we'd be inclined to go to. So when we decided to do this topic, I I was interested in figuring out how other people found their careers because it is very it's a thing that's high pressure when you're in high school and you're like okay now you have to if you decide to go to college or if you decide to have another job that you don't need any schooling for or you know you, it's a lot of pressure to find a job that you're like I want this to be my career so um, I looked up online how people find careers. Because I was just like, I don't know, it's been so long now since I was like, this is what I want to do with my life. So I looked it up and I found a little career test for us to take. And it gives you clusters. You answer and it gives you clusters that you, it thinks that you'll be good in. So uh, so Kyle, what? what did you come up with in your career test? This is so crazy. My top cluster was science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. There you go. So, so you're in the <laughs> right proof. career. No. Yeah. It's kind of boring, but whatever. You know, I like I like solving problems. I think that's the biggest thing. I've always liked solving problems. It's probably why I like video games so much. Or maybe because I've played so many video games, I like solving problems. And I like helping people if I can. I don't go out of my way, but I like helping <laughs> people if it's convenient. Gotcha. So So you're in your right career or right career path, I should say. I guess. So I took the test, but I also think that as I've gotten more deeper, more deep into the industry. <laughs> Communication. Yes. <adventure>. Hello. <laughs> you communicate like by saying hi and people respond. Hey. <laughs> so as I got further along in my career, 
I think that kind of my thought process has changed a little bit, especially, you know, now that I have my own company, it's different versus working for someone else and working for nobody. Being a freelance is very scary as well when you're starting out. And it's just a lot of different experiences that you go through. I don't know if that changed what my career choices were or my top career options were. But it says that I should be in human services as my first, like my best matching are human services and law, public safety, and security are my top two. They're equal how much I match with them. Yeah, because like human services, like government office, hospital, nonprofits, nursing home, school, that could be the type of thing. And yeah, law and public safety is like security guards, firefighters, police police officers. I that's a weird one. I am not meant to be a police officer. I for anyone who knows me, no way. I am not meant to be a police officer. Not my thing. I'm glad there's people out there that can do it. I can't. Yeah. That was a weird one. And then my next match, my top three was agriculture, food, and natural resources. That's a that's yeah, okay. So you're gonna be a farmer? Yep, farmer, rancher, and dairy, work at a nursery. Or it said I could be a lab or a science uh work in a lab as a scientist or an engineer as well. So I think you took the wrong tests. Well, like I said, do you have I feel a, like you have a garden? So that's I do have a garden. I feel like as I've gotten older, I've put different things <laughs> that mean more to me first as well than when you're like, this is what I want to do. I'm ambitious. I'm young. Look at me. Now I'm just like, ah, I'm a little bit older now. Yeah. <laughs> I want to do things that I like to do. But I will say that arts, AV, technology, and communications did show up in my top picks. Hey. So it is there. That's good. It is there. I still have a passion for it. And it says I could be a performer, artist, a dancer, sculptor, actor, singer, hey. or I could work behind the scenes as a set designer, editor, camera operator producer director yeah i know when when i was taking the test it was like do you want to take on responsibility i was like no right do you <laughs> do you want to lead people no i just want to i just want to sit there and solve problems with no pressure low pressure problems but yeah there's a there are a lot of different ways uh to choose a career apparently and it could run in your family it could it could be something that you've been passionate about all your life. It could be just something you blindly chose out of a book. And we'd like to hear if you have crazy career stories. You can email us at weeksofourlives at gmail.com. Or Instagram. I think we have an Instagram. I can't. I, still, I always forget this stuff. Yes, we have an Instagram. It's weeks underscore of our lives. So ch- check us out on Instagram. Choosing a career is is a difficult thing. You got to take inspiration where you can get it, but don't be afraid to take chances, try things and and fail. I've failed so many times. I've I've been in school forever because I've changed majors a few times. And I think it, it worked out. I found a major I really like. And you never know when you're going to find something you like. And I, I think I'm always of the opinion that you can always learn more. You can always change course. I'm a quitter, but in the good way. If you want, if you're not liking something and you can quit it and try something better, go for it. And that's how weird things have influenced us in choosing the careers in the weeks of our lives. 
we would like to extend a thank you to all the sources we use today, and a thank you to Father and Mother Time for making weeks. Thank you to my amazing friend Kieran Walsh for creating our theme music, and our amazing listeners for listening in. Make sure you like, subscribe, listen every week. Monday to Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We'd survive.